With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on? <laughs> I feel like a million dollars. You want to check out that ring? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Hi, hi. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will be with us in just a few minutes. But the football world is, is still, I, I don't know, reeling in shock. Uh, obviously, uh, the Washington Commanders, owned by Daniel Snyder for a decades, being sold to a group that includes... Magic Johnson, and uh, we are lucky enough to have one of the uh, greatest players who has ever put on a Washington football uniform, uh, former All-Pro Brian Mitchell. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well, man. How you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. Uh, been uh, been obviously talking about this uh, big news since we learned yesterday. I'm dying, Brian, to know what uh, what the players, former players, and what the fans are saying uh, in light of this massive massive news well the former players are happy because they believe they get an opportunity to have a part uh in this franchise again you know i think when dan came along you know he had this mindset where yeah he needed us when he needed us but he didn't want to have us around a lot and a lot of guys feel that way i think a lot of fans are happy because they just they wanted to get rid of him you know uh you get to a point where you just don't think you can have any success with a certain person and it got to that point and I think a lot of people are happy. Listen, if people are supporting Dan today, I haven't heard one of them. I just think that sometimes change is necessary. You know, I was in Washington for 10 years, and uh, they thought that I was a problem and let me go. They still losing here. But, you know, the ultimate thing was, <laughs> Turns was, out it wasn't you at all. It wasn't <laughs> me, you know, but, you know, they thought that change was necessary. But right now it's just that, you know, you're talking about a his, historical franchise yes. that was winning very, very often. And then somebody comes in, and now the team is like a laughing soccer league. Something needs to change for the people here to have some pride and, uh, you know, good feelings about themselves. You you said you were on the radio. If people don't know, or you don't live in D.C. You, right? You have a, a radio show, so you're, you're really telling me there was not any support for there was nobody that was against this move on your radio show today. Nobody that called in today with us being here all day. And for the last almost hour and 30 minutes I've been listening to the show after me, no one has called in in support. Everyone is happy about the change because I think they have seen it now where the focus has not been on football for I don't know how many years. The focus is what's happening off the field. And I've always said, you know, I don't care. I remember when Joe Gibbs was here and I had a secretary tell me, Coach Gibbs said, make sure the players are happy because when they're happy, they perform well. When they perform well, we all win. Well, I also saw when Dan came in where he made it seem like they needed to be the stars. The salespeople needed to be the stars. Nobody pays money to see a damn salesperson. They don't pay money to see an owner. The owners are great. They spend money. But their money is nothing without the players on the football field. So right now, I hope someone comes in and understand that the mindset has to be put back on the players and not necessarily everything outside of the players. You know, when we started, I obviously brought up Magic Johnson. And uh, from everything we know, you know, Magic, not the main guy here. I 
Josh Harris, the billionaire who owns the Sixers and the uh, Devils, New Jersey Devils, seems that he's the, the the front guy here. But still, Magic is part of this group, Brian. Mm-hmm. How about, I don't know if you know Magic or not, but how about just getting uh, this icon uh, into Washington mm-hmm. as one of the new owners of the uh, organization? Well, Magic is already in the area. He had the Magic Johnson Studios over there in yeah. uh, right next, not, not far from the stadium where it is now. Uh, I think with Josh Harris and also Mitchell Rails, those guys are kind of like behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes, they have the money. They're going to be the front people. But you need somebody who, who, who doesn't have a problem shaking hands and kissing babies. You know, right. this yeah. is the political aspect of it. Magic is a guy who smiles a lot. People love him. You know, he's been successful everywhere he's been. Uh, you look at the, the teams that he's been involved with since he's become a part owner of other franchises and they've been successful. So that's a great move, I think, to make. But I think also, you got to find a way to have some people here from this franchise that were legends, Daryl Greens, the Art Monks, Arnie Comas, those type of guys to be able to step in and help out as well. You Listen, everybody can't throw in the same level of money, but I guarantee you the cachet of a Daryl Green mixed with an Art Monk and a Arnie Coleman will probably exceed Magic Johnson in this area. I love Magic, you know, and I think Magic is going to be great for this franchise, but ultimately you can't forget about the people that did it here. People that built the name of this franchise, built the name to make people love this team so much to be involved as well. And understood on what you're saying about those three guys, obviously you being someone who was incredibly important to the franchise, uh, you know, uh, you know, in the, uh, the I scare uh, people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, kind of hard for me to be. Go back and look it up, guys. If you don't, if you don't know, if you're not familiar with Brian, go back and look because this 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 man uh, could run the football. Before I let you go, Brian, are are you at a, a are you at a party right now for Daniel Snyder? He can't hear. I hope. Well, we we're at a uh, at a brewery called Olax Brewery. It's the by Dan B Y E, not B U. Oh, this is okay. So this is not goodbye. like, uh, hey, we're celebrating you. This is and like we said goodbye. We're not saying we're gonna buy like, you. This is like, see ya. Uh, yeah, we have this brewery, and there's a lot of people here. They've been here since nine something in the morning. I drove at nine, at nine something, and the parking lot was full. The people in there, and they said it wasn't gonna open till they sold out of the beer, but they will have some more for them coming up. And uh, I think, look, people are excited. Listen. <laughs> When you move to another country before you sell an entity, you basically just told us you weren't in this thing anyway. You know, you wanted to be away when things happen. That's not about real people. That's not about pride. That's not about somebody who has some oomph about themselves. So, bye-bye. Thank you. You came in. You did what you had to do. You screwed it up. We're going to try to build it back up. There it is. All pro Brian Mitchell. See you later, Dan Snyder. Welcome, Josh Harris, Magic Johnson. (laughs) Bye! (laughs) Brittany Griner, of course, uh, spent 10 months in a Russian jail cell. Uh, We've covered this story uh, a whole bunch like everybody else. She was released in December. Uh, But just because Brittany gearing up for a WNBA season, she has definitely not forgotten about some of the U.S. citizens who are still locked up abroad in Russia, Mojo. Of course, um, Paul Whelan, the retired uh, United States Marine, was sentenced to 16 years. He has been locked up since December 2018. There is uh, Evan Gershkovich, who is the Wall Street Journal reporter, who is uh, now locked up in Russia. 
And Mojo, she wants to get uh, these people back home, back to their families, like uh, what happened to her. So uh, Brittany was actually a surprise guest at uh, Al Sharpton's National Action Network Women's Empowerment Luncheon yesterday in New York City. She got up and she spoke, Mojo, and you can just tell that this is a, an issue that uh, it goes without saying is so near and dear to her heart. Everyone in this room that came together and sent up every prayer, um, it, it reached me while I was there. And I want to thank every single one of you here. And I want to say, I want to continue to fight around home. Every American is detained over the Look, Babcock, Brittany Griner is doing exactly what Brittany Griner should be doing. She spent 10 months detained over there, but that could have easily been 10 years. Of course, the company, uh, the country went extra miles to get her home, gave up a mm. lot to get her home. So everyone wants to see uh, her, her back doing thing. A lot of people want to see her back on the court. But the number one thing above all that she probably should be doing is exactly this, doing whatever she can to bring home everyone else that is still locked up over there. Uh, obviously, we all probably have an idea of what that looks like over there, but she firsthand knows exactly how, and that'll probably be detailed in her book that's going to be coming out uh, in, in the future. But yeah. you got to think that the, the circumstances were hellacious, obviously not a pleasant experience. And she's got to know that there was people that were locked up over there way longer than, mm -hmm. than she weren't just athletes, you know, politicians, all, all of these other things, you know. So yeah. um, to jump them to come home because of her status, she probably knows that now that she's back, she's going to have to do her part and do everything yeah. that she can to, to raise awareness, to keep the word loud and vocal, because in the end, that was a big part of uh, what, what made the U.S. make the deal to bring her home. And I love that she's doing this, and I don't think this will be the last time we see her doing something similar. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I am your host, Bojo Butati, joined by an extra special guest, three-time WWE Intercontinental Champion, six-time WWE Tag Champion, and uh, now current boxer, John Hennigan joins us on the show today. John, how are we doing, my friend? Might, might I add, undefeated boxer. <laughs> <laughs> 
because uh because tomorrow is my first boxing fight here at i'm here in tampa at creator clash 2 where i'm gonna go to war with harley from epic mealtime yeah so this all goes down tomorrow saturday april 15th at the amelie arena in tampa Look, man, you've been a wrestling superstar for 20 years already. Uh, what made you go into boxing, and how are you feeling going into this fight? You know, I was at Creator Clash 1. A good friend of mine, Nathan Barnett, known as Dad, asked me to be in his corner. So I, I said, yeah, and I, I saw the event. It was the Yingling Center last May, sold out, places electric, and I was watching all these YouTubers go at it, and I thought to myself, like, I could – beat the crap out of these guys <laughs> i just need to, two things i need to start a youtube channel like post so i can be classified as an influencer and uh, i need to learn how to box because <laughs> uh I've, I've never boxed before i've been training for a couple months for this um boxing is its own animal it's similar but different from all other combat sports and there's a lot of crossover between amateur and pro wrestling and um and some with boxing the movement stuff and physical IQ helps, but um, I sucked when I started. And uh, I think I'm good enough to, to take home the W, but we're going to find out tomorrow. Yeah, so like you said, the transition may be a little bit easier for a pro wrestler. Obviously, you've been in the physical space for a long time. You do parkour, am I correct? Yeah, and usually, ironically, that's used to run away from people. <laughs> so hopefully I won't have to do that tomorrow. Um, when I... So Josh Barnett has been training me for this for uh, three months. When I asked him, he said, first of all, so you're going to enter the world of combat sports. Interesting decision, John. By the way, you do know that boxing is your worst thing. And I was like, yeah, Josh, I know. I, I've never boxed. He's like, I'll train you. And so I've, I've been I've been training for this thing now. It's a uh, parkour hasn't really helped i'll put <laughs> to bring up the parkour thing well i'm really excited tomorrow to see if we get any pro wrestling parkour influence uh <laughs> into your fight tell oh, us man, about harley morenstein uh obviously fought at the first creator clash uh last year uh you got him this time around we saw that epic hype diss track that you put out against him which was hilarious please run over to john's instagram and check that one out but uh tell us about your opponent how that uh, well there's a lot you can learn from the diss track at john hennigan's the instagram um i spent more time on that than i did training this past week which josh burnett did not love um this is an interesting thing i was having breakfast in the hotel lobby and a, a lady tapped me on the shoulder and I turn around and she says, excuse me, I'm Harley's mother. I just want you to know that my son is a very good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want you to hurt him. And I was like, I, I, I recognize you from his YouTube channel. I've watched Epic Mealtime. A lot of people have. Um, I'm not going to try to hurt him more than he's going to try to hurt me. We're both going to be punching each other. Someone might get hurt. It's not like a, a mean-spirited thing. I actually really like Harley. Um, I'd call him almost YouTube royalty at this point. You know, he's, he's been in the game for a long time and entertained a lot of people, including myself. I'm going to be there in the building tomorrow alongside uh, former WWE superstar Justin Gabriel. I believe current superstar yeah. all might be coming. We're going to have a squad. Oh, uh, dude, Hacksaw Jim Duggan's coming. Oh, no way. Hacksaw's coming. Yeah. Axel Jim Duggan's coming. Um, if you want, uh, you can walk out to the ring with me. We're going to have a bunch of wrestlers coming out. 
Yeah, let me know if you're feeling it. Hacksaw is going to lead the way with a two by four. It's going to yeah. be a good time tomorrow. I'm 100% in for that. Consider me in your corner, helping to walk you out. And also, let me know if there's any open spots on the card because I'd love to challenge Matthew Cardona, your good friend, my arch nemesis. That uh, this let me track tell you something about Matt Cardona. So they asked me, would I be willing to fight Harley or Matt Cardona? And I asked him if he wanted to fight, and he goes like, bro, I'm not going to fight anyone. I'm definitely not going to fight you. No, bro, are you crazy? No, I'm not going to fight. <laughs> but I literally, he was like my first phone call. They wanted me to fight Broski. This makes me so happy and upset at the same time. Imagining you beating the crap out of Broski obviously makes me extremely I'm, happy. But all the disappointment. I'm not fighting Broski. <laughs> John Hennigan, Harley Morenstein, uh, going to be a fight for the books. Can't wait to see you. Thank you for coming on the show today, brother. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, bro. He's probably the greatest athlete ever to come out of LSU sports. You heard it here first. Yeah. Man I, and I love the competitive, I love the competitive I just aspect. Male and female. You hear what I just said? Male and female. Just, yeah. Yourself included. Yes, because guess oh, what? Boy. She delivered. She delivered that package. See, a lot of us got the package, and we still got the package in our truck. She delivered that package. So, you know, it's a lot of names you can throw around, men and women, but she's probably the greatest athlete. Some people's going to exclude her to, to women athlete. I'm not doing that. She's the greatest athlete to ever come out of this because she got it done. Joe Burrow got it done a couple years ago, but she's way more athletic than he is. So, you heard it here first. Well, that was Shaquille O'Neal uh, recently saying that Angel Reese was the greatest athlete in LSU history. Now, a lot, a lot, a lot of people have gone, a lot of great athletes have gone to LSU. Odell Beckham, Justin Jefferson. I mean, the list goes on and on. One of those people, one of those great athletes is 11-time All-American, multiple-time world champion, summer Olympian, winter Olympian, Lolo Jones. Yeah, Lolo Jones, you might remember, she joined us earlier in the week, and we talked to her about Shaquille O'Neal. Now, if you missed her incredibly strong take on Shaq's comments about LSU and Angel Reese. Here's a refresher. Watch this. Look, Shaq knew what he was doing. Look, you know, Shaq's just bored, okay? He's coming <laughs> off the hip surgery. You know, he's chilling at home. I think Shaq honestly is high on some pain medicines because, like you said, the list is so big with LSU. Like, I just got back from practice. I trained with 13 Olympic pro athletes, all former LSU. Yeah. Shaq's doing what he does, like, right? Like, he runs his mouth. He's, he, he's getting the attention. He's doing his thing, like, whatever. It's good water cooler talk, but, bro, like, calm down. So that was Lolo Mojo. She, she was fired up, and she really believed that Shaq was out of his mind for saying what he said about Angel. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Lolo was offended by that comment. <laughs> I think you're right. Confirmed. I mean, she could be right. He could still be high. I mean, that is a man that just had a hip surgery, a very large, heavy, massive human being with a lot of weight weighing down on that hip. So basic pain pills are not going to get it done for Shaq. He's going to need that extra stuff, which would make him extra high. Uh, so, so maybe she's right. But I'm going to say, naturally, I'm going to agree with Shaq because uh, Angel was a Maryland Terrapin way longer than she was at LSU. So, <laughs> take a Terrapin, relocate him to LSU will naturally be the best person 
in the program of their entire history. Obviously, this is going to be a heated debate. Just so much talent that's come out of that school. So many different people you could vote for. And I'm not sure there is a wrong answer, but... Uh, yeah, there is a wrong answer, Angel Reese. <laughs> <laughs> no, and look, you know what? This has put people in a position to crap on Angel Reese, and that she's incredible. She is great. She averaged 23 points of 15 rebounds. I mean, put up a gaudy stat line, but she just doesn't have a she doesn't doesn't she hasn't done enough. It, I can't even talk. I'm so upset by this. She has not done enough. Uh, you, look at the guys. You've got, uh, you, you want you want big guys who are athletic, Alan Fanica, Kevin Moai, two Hall of Famers there. You want great wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., Justin Jefferson. You want cornerbacks, Patrick Peterson. I mean, you want great quarterbacks, Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow is as good as Patrick Mahomes. You heard it here. As good at, uh, as Patrick Mahomes. That's how good he is. So uh, I think Shaq was just probably trying to get a little bit of attention here and I don't know that there's ever been a women's college basketball player that's gotten more of it than uh, than Angel Reese. Bottom line, Mojo, this is a great, great, great debate topic, and you can weigh in. So Shaq says Angel Reese is the greatest athlete in LSU history. Do you believe that Angel Reese is the greatest athlete in LSU history? Yes or no? Most votes win. All you got to do here if you want to play is go to TMZ.com slash versus or scan the QR code and answer that question and go and win some prizes. All right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. Uh, Big sports weekend, NBA playoffs finally getting started. Nick's about to roll over the Cavs. We'll have all the coverage on Monday, Mojo. It's going to be pretty great. Yeah, a whole three days until the next show should make it the best show since Saturday!